Hey friend, welcome to our Friday bonus episode of The Problem With Perfect. We are calling these R&R because we hope that this brings you some rest and relaxation for your heart and your mind through these quick little one-on-one conversations with with either Rachel or myself. Today's topic for our conversation is coronavirus. Can this be a blessing in disguise? So this week was the end of this season of This Is Us, and I have been very open about my love for This Is Us. I think it's an incredibly well-written show that has this amazing symmetry between what's happening with the family today and then what is happening with the family as they grew up. And so on the episode this week, they were going back and they were reliving the birthdays of the first birthday of all of the babies. Now, for those of you who don't know, the parents were pregnant with triplets. Two of the the babies lived. One of them did not survive birth. And so at the same time, there was a child that was dropped off at the hospital. And so the family decides to adopt that as their third child since they were prepared to have triplets. So in this episode, they're celebrating the birthday, the first birthday of the three babies. And as joyous and happy as that was, uh, it did not negate the sadness of what was not. And that was that their baby who had died was not with them. So the happiness did not negate the sadness and the grief of losing their other child. So the family packs up. They go to visit their obstetrician who had delivered the triplets, who has periodically given the family words of wisdom. So they go back to the source needing some encouragement. And I love this this scene in the show, Gerald McCraney, who I've loved forever. He plays Dr. K and uh, he, he helps them in his wisdom because he talks to them about the trick in life as really learning to let heartbreak and happiness coexist with one another. And I just thought, what a beautiful metaphor and what an important lesson of, yes, letting, holding your heartbreak in one hand and your happiness in the other and then letting them coexist. So I would agree with him that I think we can't really fully appreciate one or the other without both. So as I watched this episode, I couldn't help but think about our podcast today and what I wanted to share with you. And I couldn't help but thinking about my son, Matthew, because today is Matthew's 22nd birthday. And it is a day, albeit somewhat mm, subdued, we'll say, because of our stay-at-home order. It's not filled with the uh, necessary celebrations we might always have or usually have, which, by the way, if you hear some other commotion in the house, it's because Matt is FaceTiming his grandma upstairs, as it should be, but it's a busy house because we're all under one roof. So, Uh, but it is a happy day. It's happy because we do have technology that uh, can still connect us. It's a happy day because let's be honest, uh, Matthew's in remission and we celebrate his health. We celebrate every day that we get to have with him. As he said very early on in his cancer journey, it is all a gift and we don't take those for granted or we try really hard not to. So we are super happy to celebrate his birthday. We're also happy that uh, he gets to pursue his dreams. And even if that means he's going to finish up his semester here and finish his classes online, we're very thankful that he gets to pursue his dream of becoming a teacher. 
And we're also thankful that he has a purpose, his purpose about wanting to share his passion of reading and writing and how that helps him make sense of the world and how it connects people, how it helps us process our emotions. He's just very passionate about that purpose of bringing that to students. So it makes us as parents very happy. And then finally, I would say we're happy because we're together. Yeah, maybe not the way we would hope. And maybe we wish that for sure that Madison could be here with us and other family and other friends. But at least we are together. We're happy that Matt isn't up at school all by himself and we're here. So we give thanks for that. So there is much to be happy about. But I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you that today brings with it some sense of a reminder about what has what Matt has lost along the way in his cancer journey. That sense of security, that sense of being invincible. Cancer just took that from him and really took it from us all. There's a fair amount of heartbreak, really, as I think back about what three years ago looked like with him out, in, out any hair and weak and frail and very sick. And try as I might, Sometimes if I'm being honest, I still battle the fear that comes with that heartbreaking diagnosis and that season of life. So as I sit here, three years and one month to the day from his diagnosis, I hold my heartbreak in one hand and my happiness in the other. And I can admit that it's taken a while, but that I am learning for those two things, that happiness and the heartbreak to coexist and actually to collectively make our lives richer. Which brings me to today. I think that the coronavirus has the same opportunity in our life. Yes, there's absolutely heartbreak all around us. I am not gonna deny that, nor would I ever try to or want to. I think about those people whose lives have been lost, and is there any greater heartbreak than that? I think about the people who have gotten sick, I have a dear friend who spent five days in the hospital. I bet you have friends just like that. And for those of us who have remained healthy, we all have it in the back of our mind that there's the fear of getting sick. Also, we've had the sadness because we've had a loss of contact. Like we were meant for community. We were meant to be with other people and I guess I'm lucky because I have other people in my house, but for some people who I love dearly, that means they are alone by themselves and suffering with a sense of isolation. And then I think about people like that are in the hospital or in nursing homes and they're separated from their loved ones and how difficult that is for both the patient and the family. I think of my friend whose daughter has COVID and is in Germany where there's um, a lack of care and just this sense that uh, her daughter is so far away and she's so helpless to do anything other than just pray over her. And for others, the heartache comes because of the security that knowing that their livelihoods have been lost. Maybe it's an employer who's actually had to lay off their employees. Or even for some of us, it's uh, watching our financial security, or so we thought, visually just disappear from our eyes. And that doesn't even touch on the idea that here we are approaching April and May and we have graduations and proms and all of these happy occasions that uh, have just been canceled. And that's sad because for many of us, we love the closure that comes with those life events. So what I want you to hear is that I am not minimizing these heartaches at all. 
They are real and they are to be grieved. And I, like you, have been grieving them. But this unprecedented time also provides us an opportunity. And that's what I want to leave you with today. An opportunity for us to find some unrevealed happiness and margin in our life. And this is a happiness that I would say comes from the chance to hit the reset button. So what do I mean by hit the reset button? Well, to help you with this, I think about my computer and I think about I am one of those people that keeps way too many programs open at one time. And I have 16 Google searches and Outlook open or Chrome, whichever one I'm using. Like my computer, I'm constantly asking it to do more and more than it probably should. So what happens is that eventually it'll just get slower and slower and that little button will go round and round and it's not very productive. And eventually I'll have to shut it down and we'll have to reload the computer. But if I wait long enough and it's really bad, the computer just stops responding altogether and there's no shutting it down properly. There is just physically holding the on off button, holding that power button to reset it. And this time at home has made me realize that that is basically what this is an opportunity for us to do as well. It is a time where literally we are pushing the on and off button and we get a time to just stop and think, man, look at how busy our operating system has become. Look at all the ways that we have multiple things going on in our lives, slowing us down, really keeping us from being the most productive that we can be, and certainly from keeping us from enjoying the things one at a time. So I don't know about you, but there's been something really nice about hitting that reset button. There's been something really nice about not running here or there, not stressing about how I can be more than one place at one time, and not stressing about how I can make multiple people happy all at the same time as well. So here's my challenge to you today. Think about really hitting that reset button and not as in a way that uh, would make you sad, but in a way that creates new opportunities, new opportunities to find margin, to invest in people, to be still, to set new rhythms. And I'll be talking more about setting new rhythms and the episodes ahead. But until then, just know that you're loved. So glad that you're a part of this journey. And uh, we are truly praying for each one of you here at The Problem With Perfect. Have a great weekend. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember, whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today. So be sure to give it to yourself.